0: OK, I accept that. OK. Hello, everyone, and welcome uh, to the Grace, Peace and Balance radio show or podcast by Gabi Abdel-Gadir. And this is episode 77. And I have a guest for you that someone that just looking at her brings me happiness. I don't know what it is about her. Her smile is infectious and she is an incredible woman who is so positive about life. And I will read her bio for you. So Kelly was born to empower and inspire. Her magnetic spirit makes her naturally inclusive and one of the most positive people you will ever meet. Yes. She is insightful and has a powerful, let's get this done. Way of living. She invests in her own personal development, which is true. I know about that very well, so she can serve others at the highest level. Kelly is the founder of Inspired from the Inside Out, which is the title of this episode. She is a global entrepreneur and integral collaborator connecting people to business solutions and projects worldwide. Kelly believes that when we lift each other's up. We lift ourselves. When we lift others up, we lift ourselves. Her unbelievable love of life and family inspires everyone who knows her. She lives with intention and parents with intention alongside her amazing husband, Eric. Yes, he is amazing. Together, they are raising Four vibrant spirits loving each other while continuously working to be the best living examples in their children's lives. Understanding it's not the years in a, in a life, that is her motto. It's not the years in a life, it's the life in the years. Welcome to my podcast, beautiful. Ah, oh, clean. Kelly.
1: Thank you for having me and I want to turn it back to you because you're an amazing woman. Um, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you and be able to experience and observe, uh, just how you show up and touch people's lives. Uh, they get to have the privilege of exchanging, uh, pathways with you. Uh, you're incredible. I just love you. And a fan of, uh, just a fan of you from the bottom of my heart.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's get started. <laughs> I know who you are right now, what you're like right now, but I would love like a short summary of what you were like growing up.
1: I What I was like growing up. I
0: <laughs> I would say I I was...
1: Ooh, a good summary.
0: Were you naughty? Were you a tall You know what? I
1: was very, very, very spirited. I brought a lot of energy and a lot of color and a lot of spirit into the household. And my parents would tell you that. Um, I can all, you could maybe describe me as a bolt of lightning. I would just, you know, come into a space and with... (laughs) all all of this and it would be like oh my god what just happened who was that (laughs) and she she is something uh that would be that would be it i um what about in school
0: did you ever get in trouble or anything
1: oh yes i i um (laughs) i had a along with the spirit i would say my uh there was a i I chose the, oh, most of the decisions I made were character building decisions. Okay. Um, very seriously. I, I tested the limits. I pushed the limits. Um, I was, uh, I mean, I did, I did all right in school, but no, I made um, adventurous decisions most of the time. <laughs>
0: Okay, can you give me, like, one story, like, example where, like, you did something and you got in trouble in school?
1: <laughs> what? One? <laughs> uh-huh, I know, okay. just one. Um, yeah. You know, uh, one example would be, I mean, there were times when, you know, maybe I didn't show up at school. But <sighs> one, <laughs> a number of those, uh-huh. but one example would be when I was in sewing class. Okay. And I <laughs> should have had a hundred in this class, mm-hmm. but the thing was, is, a, uh, when it came to tests, you had no matter what the instruction was to follow the pattern. <laughs> Only I would buy the pattern I wanted. And I'd look at the pattern. And I'm like, well, this is stupid. So I would make my own pattern okay. and by make my own pattern. I would just figure it out in my head and make it. Okay. And she had to dock me points because I didn't you know, yeah, I made it, but I didn't follow the instructions. And I remember getting, and I loved my teacher, but I really thought it was irritating. So I encouraged some of the underclassmen in, uh, in my class to do the same thing. And, (laughs) um, and they, they did. And anyways, that didn't go over too well. And, um, Another example would be when I was an upperclassman. So I don't know what they, if it's the same in Canada, the States, but you know, in the States, high school, you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So underclassmen is freshman and sophomore, upperclassmen is junior and senior. Well, when we were seniors, we sold uh, tickets to the swimming pool, to our high school swimming pool, to all the freshmen coming in. Well, here's the kicker we didn't have a swimming pool at our high school.
0: Oh my goodness. And you were trying to sell a ticket?
1: I didn't try. We did. We sold it. We made money. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. Like that was, but I mean, when I was a freshman, we had seniors doing things to us, you know, whatever. And so it was just like the rite of passage. I mean, we never, I never made decisions that would, you know, hurt anybody, but it was like, I mean, now granted it was like, you know i don't know if they spent their lunch money or not but it was like hey you want a pool pass and we'll do a group ticket and we'd be
0: (laughs) like did you make good money we did did all we
1: did all right and so you we could use the money because as seniors then you had the privilege to actually leave uh school grounds with your parents okay uh like to go get lunch and come back right Mm -hmm. so that was a big deal so we'd use you know we use the money to go get lunch at uh, Burger King or Subway or at, I don't know where we would eat, like wherever Taco Bell or whatever you could go cheap and eat,
0: right? As a yeah. high
1: school student. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you didn't get in trouble of any kind doing that.
1: Um, They tried to get us in trouble because there were some... some Because there was no swimming
0: pool. That were right?
1: sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was like, well, who took the money? Well, there was like a lot of us. So, how's the principal going to make us pay it back yeah. they couldn't, and no none of us told on each other but other than other than that, or sometimes um cutting class
0: um was pretty 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 good yeah, There's, okay. um, yeah but i can I can see there was some naughtiness in there' it's your eyes, something about your eyes <laughs> like you were really. I I
1: have other stories. I (laughs) know,
0: I know we're going to leave that for another day. So tell me, and then you were in the U S right. You lived in the U S when did you move to Canada?
1: Uh, Eric, uh, my husband, Eric, you know, Eric, uh, and for those of you, my husband, and I have four amazing spirits that we're raising Uh, this July. We're in 2021. So July 18th will be our five year mark of being here in Canada. We moved here from Denver, Colorado.
0: Okay, what what was the decision that made you move here in Canada? Um, actually, uh, Eric and I, uh,
1: prior to moving here, we've spent seventeen, twelve of the seventeen or seventeen years together at that time. um, Moving about, yeah, well, yeah, we moved twelve times. Oh my God! Why?
0: Because of his job. Yeah, he's a civil
1: engineer, and uh, the company he was previously with. um, He was good at what he did. So they, you know, they would plant him uh, where it made sense financially for the company. Yeah. And uh, then we'd go. And it was super fun. So it for was? us having lived. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. That's, it's an adventure lot of move. And the kids would like it, like leaving their old school, their friends, and then moving to anyone. They were fine with that. Well, you know, mind you, their
1: ages, right? Right now they're 17. The oldest is 17. So five, you know, five years ago, the oldest was 12. So most of the moves were done when, you know, prior to having kids. So there, it was the biggest move for them when we were in Kansas over 10 years ago, from there to come back, we've moved back and forth to Colorado several times, but our oldest, you know, Quinlan was second grade at the time. So that was a move, but they were so used to going to the mountains. It was like, eh, you know, they were like, it, it wasn't okay. Yeah. They, they were okay. The big move was when from there to here, because that's the space the spot that they knew the longest. Uh, our most recent uh, project in Denver uh, was five years, which was significant. We had not been anywhere uh, for five years. So we knew regardless of where we were moving, it was going, that was going to be a big deal because our oldest, uh, was in seventh grade at the time. Um, and for, as far as we we're concerned, you know, home is where Eric and I are. It's where we make it. Um, yeah. and Acon construction, a Canadian construction company found my husband and ended up in conversations. And, uh, we thought, why not, you know, everything's temporary. We'll go yeah. for the experience. And if it's really God awful, then we'll say, no, thanks. And we'll go somewhere else. So, uh been thank you. great, yeah. I'm That's glad it, you I mean, came,
0: though. We would have never met if you hadn't moved to Canada, right? So I'm yeah, so I know. Glad. I know. That is so incredible. We're so blessed to have you here. Well, thanks. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you are an entrepreneur. Yes. And then you're huge into personal growth because you're part of the High Five Club that you're like every evening, uh, you're uh, reading Think and Grow Rich at uh, 8 o'clock. Eight o'clock Eastern Time, right? Eight p.m. Eastern Time,
1: Um Tuesday, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But yeah, Monday through Friday, we've been doing it for well over a year now.
0: Well, well over a year, you and uh, your partners, Lester Bailey and Patricia Lynn Stokes. Yeah, so Samantha Glass,
1: Samantha, Gl- what a, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Samantha Glass. Yeah, so you, Samantha Glass, and Lester Bailey, the three of you, yeah, have been doing it uh, for over a year now. You, you must have mastered napoleon hill and his think and grow rich book by now
1: i don't think it's possible to master it because as i know as but... you know living in a growth mindset right you're conti- we're continuously evolving yeah uh and you know i guess the shape of the best versions of ourselves uh, is constantly shifting, shifting and, and aim- rightfully and so. so you know have yeah. got to be fluid and be able to adjust to uh what is going on in our lives so um definitely as far as applying his principles and taking to heart all the the pieces and principles of his success yeah uh, that he spells out um it makes a difference
0: it makes yeah which one which uh, chapter is your number one favorite
1: oh i would say um the subconscious mind because i the for me the the power is in our internal thoughts
0: yeah that is that for me it's faith the chapter on faith is my 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 favorite i don't know why like that chapter i had to read it so many times okay any other books you've been reading have you did you read the science of getting rich or am i just uh yes no the science of getting rich um
1: atomic habits i read that a year ago and i'm going to be picking that up again uh by james clear yeah,
0: and I'm a huge. That huge, is though. You do that on your uh, inspire. You do that yeah. on your inspired from inside out. Okay, the Atomic Habits. You did the Four Agreements. Yep. Four by, agreements.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, there's oh, now you. uh How? Let's see. Dale Carnegie's How to Win and Influence Friends, Science Getting Rich, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, you, read, you, read, of, you read
0: The Richest Man and You did, You did it like in this a, is a
1: while. This is a while ago. Acres really? of Diamonds. Yeah. yeah I'm going to be picking all of these back up. Um, yeah. Actually, I, well, funny enough, I've been thinking about it, but I've had, uh, <laughs> I've had some personal requests sent my way to please do it. So I'm like, okay, I got Which one
0: though? Which one are you going to do? I'm going to start with atomic habits habits. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. I'm reading the, the richest man in Babylon right now. And it's incredible, isn't it? Like, well, the, all the books we I know, like all the books, like we've been reading are incredible. So yeah. yeah so that is that. So how do you help people? You know what? I think most, uh,
1: Simply put, I help people by getting to know them and listening to, excuse me, listening to who they are and what they're doing and what they're looking to do.
0: Yeah, what they're looking to do. And then Mm -hmm. like uh, people like you, uh, like Samantha, like Tommy Williams who have kids and uh, you guys are entrepreneurs and you still have to do all the motherly thing like you need to take care of the cooking you need to take care of this you need to take care of clients you have to interview people and then you have to deal with clients you have to look for clients and all that and um so you like inspire other mompreneurs who are like stressed out you know what I mean like, yeah. What is like one advice you give to entrepreneurs who have, especially now because all the kids are now homeschooled. Can you imagine like having three, four, five kids with each one of them with a laptop? being homeschooled because they would be in different grades and then you have a business to run at the same time you have to do the breakfast and then you have to do the snack in between and you have to watch them so they don't be galavanting they need to focus on their classes <laughs> right <laughs> and you have to keep watching them at the same time then it's the snack time when they have like that little break and then it's lunch time and then it's another snack time and then it's dinner like it is this but you all of you 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 seem to be doing an incredible job. Uh, Like if one or two tips you want to give to mompreneurs who are going through the same thing. I would say, you know, I I will always go back to habits.
1: Um, You know, what, uh, you know, habitual design, right? We are the architects of how we are set up uh, day in and day out. Yeah. And so compartmentalizing is, I think, a necessity because you know I've got four kids who are all remote learners. They have been all year, yeah. and I, you know, as an entrepreneur, I working out of the home. I have uh, created uh, a, um, a. Oh my schedule. god! I can't even talk. Well, a schedule, but I have. Uh, rotating, all like my kids have a rotating lunch between 1130 and 130 every day. So I don't work. Um, I, you know, there are some days they may not, the younger one may not come down till closer to noon. So then I can have a little bit more working time then, but I don't schedule anything uh, Monday through Friday, which is fantastic. But, um, you know, the ages of the kids, it's just knowing you know compartmentalizing is you know your day you know when they're at school you have a window of time and it's yeah you can choose to not have it interrupted so you know people say prioritize yes you do need to prioritize but learning the tools to put to compartmentalize is for me what I would say is key because when you're dealing now the ages of mine I'm not dealing with snack time if they if they have a break they know when they can walk away from their from their classroom yeah. and come and grab a snack and take it upstairs with them. Yeah. Um, but if I had little ones, then, you know, how I, you know, what part of the day is going to give me the most focus for if I need to interview, if I'm needing to have serious business conversations, there is a time of the day that's going to be way more effective and efficient for me to uh, follow through on that than there would be at another time of the day
0: yeah. simply
1: based on the kids' uh, schedule. The so schedule, yeah. Now you say, you know, you like another tip, you know, some individuals, because they may not be entrepreneurs, so they have more of a conventional uh, time Job. frame yeah, yeah. they're working within, um, then it's just a matter of, you know, going back to the habitual design, setting up, uh, you know, if you have kids at home, Setting their day up for success for uh, minimal distractions and disruptions to what your schedule is. So sometimes for me, that habit would be, you know, here's this, all the kids snacks already pre-set up, pre-organized for the week um there's there's just there's different things to do there you so do,
0: yeah and then just Hopefully, waking up maybe like an hour earlier so that you could uh, set up your day you know like that is one of the things that i do yeah excellent okay so before we describe for me inspired from inside out like in three sentences what does that is your title that is who you are inspired from the you're the um you created that's your title right inspired yep. from inside out so describe that to me like in three sentences what does living it mean your best for life as the
1: best version of yourself
0: oh that is so cool okay excellent i'm so happy like i have you today <laughs> so i always have a habit of asking different questions so i'm going to ask you two questions the first one is What are the three countries you would love to visit before you die? Countries, not cities. Three countries you would love to visit before you die. That would mean a lot to you and that you would love to visit. Africa. Yeah, but Africa is a continent. What countries? Oh, yeah. I would say
1: I would like to go. I would actually specifically like to go to Afia. where Where my aunt Afia... In Senegal, where my aunt and uncle uh, spent time, uh, actually the year that we moved here, they were there for a couple years in the Peace Corps.
0: Okay. And I would
1: love to go visit the families that we got to meet vicariously through WhatsApp. Okay. Um, I would love to meet them and I would love to go there. Another country... Um, I would love to go to, um, I really would love to go to, um, Singapore. Okay. Um, I just would, I I just would, I just want, yeah, I like all over, I just would love to travel,
0: um, and I, and then Dubai. Dubai, that's the United Arab Arab Emirates. Okay, yeah, good choices. Uh, Well, I haven't been, I worked in Abu Dhabi for seven and a half years, right? So We used to spend our weekends in Dubai. It's like a little less than two hour drive from Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is the capital city of UAE and we used to drive, Dubai is like used to be, oh my goodness, Abu Dhabi is such a beautiful city, but it's more of a business city. It has everything that, but like, The party life, the restaurants with bands, and they still have them in Abu Dhabi. But Dubai was different. I don't know now. People tell me things are different, but it's absolutely beautiful. So you need to go there. Tell Eric that. Oh, it's we are we will be going with the kids. Absolutely, you will love it everywhere. You definitely will love it. So okay, the last question would be: If you have a dream, one thing that you really want to accomplish before you die, what would it be?
1: Before you die. Inspire, like significantly uh, holding a global, uh, uh, being a global figure that has significantly inspired the next generation of free thinkers.
0: Whoa, that is powerful. Amazing. Good job <laughs> thank you so much so yeah my god that was that was so much fun i would love to have you again another time and, i would and love to out. be back yeah and we're gonna talk about different subjects so thank you so much for being on my show kelly love you you're such love an you inspiration too. yeah okay so everybody uh until the next episode uh stay safe wishing you grace peace and balance god bless Thank you, Gabby.